surface and the fisher lady yanked at the ropes. It was her seventh or eighth cast, and like its predecessors, it yielded nothing. "'Like attempting to lasso a fly,' said Silly. "'If only she—' "'Then what do you make of the finger?' asked Civilai, not at all interested in fish unless they were steamed in lemon juice. "'I think perhaps it's a clue.' "'And it was pointing toward the next clue?' I'm assuming that the finger was merely a part of the puzzle. There was no letter enclosed and no return address on the wrapping paper. I admit it's not inconceivable that the letter censors at the military of disbelief and paranoia confiscated a note, but I believe the skirt itself has something to tell us. A talking skirt? Very much so. The passing weave is very distinctive, quite colourful. Madame Deng informs me it's likely to have originated in the North. She's taken it to the ladies at the morning market who specialize in such things. A Lao Sin is every bit as useful as a fingerprint for tracing its origin. The frank stamp on the parcel didn't help in that regard? It was so faint it was illegible. I'm surprised the people at the post office didn't notice the finger. It was rather spindly. I didn't notice it myself at first. It was only the other day when Ugly the dog started staring at it and salivating that I took another look. He's rather good with body parts. And how are his climbing skills? Quite average as dogs go, but how is that relevant? Just wondered whether you'd taught him to shimmy up a public address pole. Oh, Civili, not you too. Why is it that whenever a lump of shoddy Soviet technology blows itself up, the blame lands on my shoulders? Oh, I don't know. Perhaps the two previous arrests were chopping down wooden loudspeaker poles. I was acquitted both times. They watched an aerial skirmish as a hundred or so swallows darted back and forth above the river, picking crunchy dung beetles out of the warm air. "'I'm reasonably certain it's because of you they switched to concrete,' said Civili. "'And you're suggesting a frail seventy-four-year-old with dodgy lungs, a semi-crippled hand, and a missing left earlobe could climb four metres, unlock the control box, insert a hand-grenade, and climb rapidly down before the thing exploded. If indeed it was a hand-grenade!' I confess I could sympathize with the person responsible. Nobody enjoys being woken at the crack of dawn with jaunty party songs, and advice on what percentage of urine to water in the soil produces the best papayas. Although, goodness knows, I was getting fond of those endless lists of names of this month's most productive socialist men and women, and reports on cooperative farming yields, and so clear, too, with the speaker pointing directly into my— I mean, his bedroom window. Yes, I have to admit, I admire the scoundrel. They'll get you, you know. Innocent until proven otherwise, Brother Civili. And what's all the fuss? A little bit of melted soldering? It's not like I invaded Cambodia, is it now? The smaller the incident, the easier it is to penalize. You know that. And given your run-in with brother number one, I doubt you even consider the liberation of what's left of Cambodia to be a crime at all. No, you're right. More power to the heroic Vietnamese. They created the Pol Pot dynasty and watched while he murdered two million people. 
Their crime isn't that they're invading, it's that they're invading four years too late. On her eighth cast of the net, the woman in the yellow boots brought in a fish harvest that would feed her family for a week. She could barely drag the net up the bank. The old boys went down to give her a hand. Silly missed his step at the bottom and slid into the river. He swallowed some, but laughed it off. "'You know, the Chinese aren't going to be at all pleased about this,' said Civili. "'Catching fish?' "'Vietnam. China's supported the Khmer Rouge all through the genocide. Even now they're pumping in aid.' By the time they reached the top of the bank, all three collapsed onto the grass to catch their breaths. There followed a fit of coughing and laughter. The fisherwoman handed them each a malnourished, thick-lipped barb as a tip, and loaded her catch onto her bicycle sidecar. "'I see major repercussions,' said Civili, lying back on the grass. From the th-